Yeah, Chris got it. Yeah, both of y'all do it. Shit. Chris got it. We live. And we live, baby. Welcome to the Cordon Sources Podcast. My name is Christian. We're joined by the rest of the crew, Rob. Say something to the people, Rob. Yeah. Darkness. Devin, say hello to the people. <laughs> What's up, people? My man, Drake. Straight from ATL. Say what's up to the people, man. Yo. So, the NBA playoffs are going on right now. The first round just concluded. And uh, LeBron is actually have a roster full of plumbers. Uh, he willed them into the second round. Is that a testament to LeBron's greatness or just how weak still the East is? It could be both. No, no, no. It can't be both. Well, you know what? The East is the East is it's coming up, but it's it's ugh. it's 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 looking rough. Man. Even I though mean, the Pacers are good, the Pacers are the Pacers are their Pacers are good. Yeah, so I I can't say that they're bad. Like the East is bad because the East has some exciting teams. They're just not they're just not championship level yet. I mean, honestly, I I, I really wish we would stop this whole notion of oh my God, the East is so weak. Besides the Warriors, it's an open spread in the West. To no, be honest, Houston, Houston, man, I mean, Houston yeah. had trouble had trouble because Thibodeau didn't put a right lineup out there. I'm just gonna cut it out there right now, okay? I mean, well, okay. They what was having lineup? trouble with a nigga who don't even have knees. Don't, what lineup? <laughs> what lineup? Point guard Dewan supposed to put out there. That he had at one point that man had Jeff Teague and Tyus. What's what, Tyus' last name? Tyus, Tyus Jones. Young. Tyus Jones. Come on now. And you got D Rose playing great, but you know because of money and contracts, and because you being the coach and the GM, you got to honor shit. Give me a break. I don't think playing Derek um, Moore would have changed the outcome of that series. I think playing Jimmy Butler less would have changed it, maybe. <laughs> I don't think that would have made things better either. <laughs> he can't guard nobody. He used to be this defensive god. <laughs> he, you know, he, much. As much talent as Minnesota had, Derrick Rose should not have been their best player throughout that series. See, you see what I'm no, saying? No, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have been. That was that. That was a big problem. I ta- I was on the uh, Ball podcast. Uh, I want to say two weeks ago, and I was telling them, you know, you know, with me and with me and Just were going back and forth on on Twitter about how about how Houston's uh, guards could guard Carl Anthony Towns. I'm like, that's fucking stupid. No, they can't. I don't get, no, but they're, they're stocky. No, they can't guard him. And if they can guard him in the post, that's because he has a problem. It's not because they're stocky. Them being stocky is not going to stop a 6'11", 270-pound uh, center in the league. If he can't back those dudes down because they're quote-unquote stocky, it's because he's fucking trash. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just going to throw that out there. Is he trash? Is that what it is? Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns. No, he ain't trash. No, he defensively, ain't trash. defensively, he, he he's something else. So why could why wouldn't he, he back their big man down? He ain't trash. He's just soft. Oh, hold you, on. You're you, like super like cloudy. You muzzled. You real muffled. Because I'm not by my phone. I said he ain't soft. He just I mean he ain't uh what's the word I use? Timid. He's just, <laughs> he's just, he's just soft, man. Hanging out in the three point line in the corner. 
Every time they got a switch on a bit on a small, he would try to post up for like half a second and then roll right out and go to the weak side corner. And that's just stupid to me. It doesn't make any sense why he would do that, like for the first three or four games. And I don't know if it was because of what he wanted to do or if it was by design. Either way, it's dumb. If it was Thibodeau, it's dumb because he, you know, he designed the offense that way. And if it was mm-hmm. him, it's dumb because as a big man, you should be able to exploit a mismatch in the post every time you want to. So I think for him as a basketball player, his first thing in the offseason this year is to lift some goddamn weights. Mm-hmm. He needs to get stronger. Yeah, strength and conditioning. Get stronger, especially in the lower body, so you can take those guys down. Drop that. Take those guys down low in the lower post. In the hood. It's ridiculous. No. You know, Anthony Towns, as big as mentality as he is, there's no way Clint Capella should have outplayed him. Clint Capella is a great player for what he does for that system, but he's not. He's not cat. It, it, he isn't. You know. You know, you got to give some credit to Houston for you know the way that they were playing defense in that series. Um, but a lot of their problems was not uh, Houston created. A lot of their problems were just it was Minnesota. They're not a yeah. They just, they just weren't good. It had nothing to do with uh, with Houston. They were just they just weren't good offensively. Jimmy wasn't good offensively. Nobody on that team was stopping Jimmy. Jimmy, I mean, you know, like Ball says, every playoffs Jimmy's hurt. This yeah. is another one of those, you know, playoff series where, you know, it started, Jimmy was hurt, and now we have an excuse for why he wasn't playing well. <laughs> you know, there's a couple of other things. I think the reason why they lost that series is, um, one, I don't understand how people just think just throwing a bunch of talent on one roster will work, and there's absolutely no shooting. I mean, Derrick Rose is shooting, what, 44% somewhere around there from the three-point line? Something Your like best three-point shooter is your backup point guard. Backup, backup Jones point guard. Like, like backup point guard. pointers in that series? He took like four three-pointers. Four. Yeah, he hit. Okay. Yeah, he hit them. He hit the three-pointers he took. They don't have a lot of shooting. They don't have a lot of wing depth um, that can play defense. And I believe Tom Thibodeau said that's what they're going to look for in the offseason. You know, you would kind of think that they have wing depth uh, because you have Jimmy Butler and you have uh, Andrew Wiggins, but Andrew brother. Wiggins isn't a good <laughs> basketball player, so it, it kind of sucks. Yeah, man, I that, that you know that sucks, man, because I was really looking forward to his upside and him developing, and it's just it's just not been happening for him. That and that's really unfortunate. But you know, I'm also not surprised given who his coach is, but you know. Getting Jimmy Butler on the same helped his development at all. It really doesn't. It sounded. It sounded like you said Jimmy wasn't helping his development. No, but I mean, before Jimmy got there, it wasn't like he. First of all, he did. He was not worth that contract they gave him. That was. I think that was that they gave Wiggins. Yeah, they gave Wiggins. He's not worth that contract. Uh, That was that was a mistake. And now you know you think about it, you're going to have to pay Jimmy in what two years. A year, and yep. two years, maybe two years. Then you're gonna have to pay Cat like right after that. And now you have Cat, Jimmy, and Andrew Wiggins is gonna be like the cornerstone of your team. Is that good enough to win anything? Well, in the West, no. In the West, no. But look at somebody like, and I'm not trying to, you know, segue here or get sidetracked, but we are crunch for time. Look at Boston. You got Rozier, you got Tatum, you got what's the other kid's name? 
Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, and you got Kyrie coming back next year, who's consistently shown that he can't stay healthy. How are they going to work that out? Because that young group can play, yeah. and they can play great. 19-7-4, and uh, 44% from the 3 line for Rozier. Insane. So, yeah. Rozier has gotta... shown that he's a, a starting-level um, uh, basketball player at this point, and if he can keep this up, he's a great – you know, he's making himself a lot of money, but he's a great uh, uh, just-in-case for them. Yeah. If, if if this happens with Kyrie again, at least you know you have somebody that you could just pluck right in, and he could you know you you won't miss a beat. And I think you know Jalen Brown and Tatum are all getting invaluable experience right now. Mm-hmm. Um, That's great. That team is going that team is going to be a problem for a while. You know, and then you think about it, Gordon Hayward is coming back too. So you know, so they'll be did, all right. Did they sign then, Kyrie when they got him a trade, or no? No, I think no. That was his sign contract trade. is up next uh, next year. I think it's a free agent next year. They're gonna have to pay him pretty soon, maybe two years from now, and that's gonna be an interesting thing if he continues to get hurt, like if he's injured again. Like they'll be the second time for them their point guard can't stay healthy, and they're you know they're coming up for contract. So it's like, what are you gonna do? You know, while we're on Boston, um, is Brian Stevens the best Please coach in the NBA? Yeah. I, th- I no. think I think I think that's pretty fair right now. I mean, look at what he's doing no. with what he has. Who who's the best coach, Devin? No, I think it, I still think it's Quinn Cook and Quinn Snyder. Who's my boy, Quinn Snyder. Yeah, the one who looks okay. like a serial killer, <laughs> like a mob boss. Uh, he looks like a you know like a deranged murderer. Respect to him, he's good at what he does. Whether it be murdering people or coaching basketball teams, or whether it be murdering people. <laughs> Utah's a great getaway place to go to if you don't want, you know, a high profile like that, you know. Kill two birds with one stone. No pun. But I still think he's better than him. He's you doing think, way more but, with even less. Okay, hold on. I mean, this is like this is the first this is a one year thing. Like I for somebody to be the best coach in the league, I need like a body of work. Oh, oh like the best coach like period. Yeah, period. Not like oh, oh, coach of the year type oh, thing. But bad. it's like who's I the apologize. best coach. Period. Oh, it's Greg Popovich. I don't know. I can't give it to Pop no more. Shit, yeah. Brad Stevens ain't won nothing. What are you doing? I mean, yeah, Pop but... ain't won nothing lately either. Shit, it don't matter. He can still pull it. How? And then his wife passed away. Now, Kawhi. You, we're not giving sympathy. We're not I'm giving a... out sympathy. No, dog. Here. Come on. You know. Come on. Kawhi was drunk. He listened to his drunk uncle. That's not fair. If that's the case, it's Steve Kerr should be the best coach in the league. No, but I mean, no, because look, what, what we just talked about with Boston. And he came right? from the pop of his tree. You That's lose another. your best, like who, they've lost, like what their their best two players, man, top three players. I think they got that weak body food the entire season. Man, they got Al Horford, Gordon Hayward, man, and y'all. I mean, Brown. I, I know, I know. In the um, in the thread, y'all hate on Al. Oh boy, I'm every basket. Let me tell you something, Dre. Every basket he wild. made last night, I was pissed. <laughs> I've been telling y'all for a while, Al Horford is ooh, good. Oh, Dr- boy, Drew Holiday just I, put the. <laughs> I don't know. He just put KD I, on skates. I don't know why y'all hate Al Horford so much, but I mean, Man. for the last like fifteen years, the dude ain't did nothing to be solid. And this playoff ain't, no, ain't no way in hell. This playoff would have did man. that to somebody like Draymond Green. You know, right, the best you know, power you know. forward in the West. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but you still, you still bring throwing, it up, Draymond. Dunk that shit. You still, you still giving it to Pop. I mean, I guess you can give it to Pop every year. And Pop, the best coach all of all, like all the time. I guess you can. Mm-hmm. 
but you know, I look at what Brad Stevens is doing with you got a, a rookie player, a second year player. I mean, then um, Marcus Smart was gone for I don't know how long in that, that first series. I can't even remember. Did he play at all in that first oh, series? Man. So no. Marcus Smart was that important, Dre? No, but I mean, he is one of their better players. Like, so like oh, when you lose nigga. guys that are part of your rotation, other guys have to, you know, step up. And when those other guys step up, that's that's coaching. Like, your system works. Like, you look at what happened to um, Isaiah Thomas. He left Brad Stevens and – his whole arsenal fell apart. Like this, they're just plucking people into this system. Like this is what you talk about with Pop, like all the time. It's like it doesn't matter who's in the system. They got rid of uh, Gary Neal and they just plucked in Patty Mills. It's like they taking guys and putting them in the system, and all of these separate pieces are working well. Dejounte Murray, that's my boy. Yeah, exactly. The same thing is happening for, um, yeah, for, for Brad Stevens. Is it, They're just putting people into this system, and the system is just working because the system is good. That's good coaching. You know, I, I give it one I mean, more year because – This is you just hating on Boston, and I, that's fine. I'm cool. No, it's not that. It's, it's not that. <laughs> no, I won't too. I like Brad Stevens because I remember when he first got that job, it was a lot of people that were, you know, they were trying to put him in the loop. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Rick Pitino. Coach Calipari role, like you go to the league, you were successful in college, you go to the league, it's not going to work like that. Draymond Green is a dog, dog, dog. He is balling. And, you know, I really want to hear. No, he mediocre. It sucked that. It sucked. You crazy nigga. Don't, don't, <laughs> we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. But, but. He, he a glorified I really Stevens, exactly. I wanted, he I wanted can't Stevens do anything. to succeed. I wanted Brad Stevens to succeed because I felt like he had the perfect setup the perfect system to develop players while at the same time utilizing a system that works. And that's all he's done. Now, in this next year, I, you know, this going to make some people mad on the West Coast, but Boston is light years ahead of where the Lakers should be. Oh, and I don't man. think the Lakers... No, why are they going to be upset about that? <laughs> because the, the Lakers fans believe that they team is on the cuffs. It's about to happen, uh, you know, of greatness, of redefined greatness. They about to pull back some nostalgia. They get Boston play LP. Okay. Boston is here. <laughs> they, are, they are a, another year, maybe even two removed from winning a championship. Unless the Bulls pull some slick shit or and the city no of Boston capsizes into the Atlantic. And a chance in hell pray the every night. pulling some oh, slick no, anything. Know, no, you know, Bulls bloggers are very confident we might get – Paul George or, or Kawhi, you know? Or, what what yeah. bull blogger is, is confident of that? Please. Or Philly. Oh. Philly's really their only competition because I don't think LeBron is staying in Cleveland. No, I don't think he's staying there. No. The whole reason he went back to Cleveland is so that he wouldn't have to do exactly what he has to do now. What do you scary. mean? He came back to Cleveland to play with Kyrie Irving and, and Kevin Love so that he wouldn't have to carry a team for 82 games and then throughout the playoffs. And he's he has to do it. He still has to do it because Kyrie is no longer there. So this isn't what he wants to do. You think in his fifteenth year he wants to have to play all? So you saying he is leaving? Yeah, LeBron is getting the hell out. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I was saying he came back. Steph Curry twisted and not have to deal with this again. No, um, that was me praying. Oh, Brick City. (laughs) Jesus Christ, boy! Your ass has some serious problems. Clay Thompson. God damn it, man! Why are they so? Oh, man, I hate like Dre's like been saying for a while, Cleveland never replaced Kyrie. They couldn't. So they they could Kyrie is a top five point guard. You, you don't find those growing on trees. A top five point guard when he's healthy. 
Yeah, when but, healthy. Yeah. But the, the whole healthy thing is a problem, I, though. Back to what I was saying. Boston is light years ahead of uh, L.A., and L.A. ain't going to be nowhere near there un- unless they get sustainability from whoever they sign in free agency. L- L- uh, what's the boy's name? Lonzo. Lonzo, Lonzo. ain't Rozier. He's not Jalen Brown. Damn straight Jason Tatum. All of them are better than him at everything. Everything. <laughs> Life. <laughs> Rap. All that shit. I mean, I'm starting to, co- start to coaching. I mean, you're, you're correct. So that's that. They're not, but you don't think playoff P is going uh, to go over there and Nigga, who? bring them? <laughs> Play, playoff P. Push off P. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do that one two for 14, you know. Play, Trash playoff, ass. They say playoff P told them before he left the, the, the stadium, I'm gone. So, with that said, I think Chris is going to ask us, is OKC a failure this year? I told y'all they were a failure about four podcasts ago. Y'all don't remember that when I asked y'all if y'all thought they were disappointing? Who do we yeah. point the finger at then? Everybody. <laughs> Billy Donovan. He no, 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 no. Billy no, Donovan. Yes, yes. No, no. Billy Donovan. No, no, no. Hell no. He doesn't bring a little blame. Russ was, doing, Russ was doing this shit when, when Scott, what's his name, was there. What's the, Scott what's Brooks. The, Scott Brooks, when he was no. there. Don't, no, man, y'all not going to do he, this shit. He Mello. gets some uh-uh. of the blame, but I, I blame the front office primarily for bringing Melo in. Because I think, I, think, um, I think the coaching staff had had a system already set in place between Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and then they sit a fat-ass Melo in the middle of it. And like, at the end of, of the camp, at the end of training camp, it's like a fat-ass Melo. Here you go. Do something with it. And it's like, well, no, we're going to continue with the same system that we've been, you know, we set up for, you know, the last two or three months. Like, this is what we're doing. And they had nothing to – they had nowhere to put Melo. Like, where do you put him? In between that? Huh? Man, I ain't hear none of that, Rob. You got, you got to fix that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that really that long. I didn't get that either. I didn't get that one either, dude. Is something something really that long? That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but, but do, you, do you see what I'm saying? It's like I I don't I, I blame the coach because he couldn't figure out a way to incorporate him. So that's like his fault. That's not and his that, problem. That is that I mean, it is the coach. <laughs> like whose fault? Shit. Is the problem is it? It's Russ's fault. No, Devin, but I, I bring blame. you the groceries. I expect you to cook the meal. No, dog, because y'all y'all brought him there for a reason. Billy Donovan had to what, be included. What was the reason? In on those on those discussions sure. on those talks? Okay, but once you get them, you have to be able to incorporate him. And better. but you have to get everybody else to incorporate on that too. Russ I, don't play like that. He he I mean, ain't used to play with believe anybody. Believe me, like that. believe me. Russ is to me. Russ gets the biggest uh, the biggest share of the blame when it comes to what went wrong with that with that team. This is why like when me and Chris was talking last time about um about the MVP thing. And it's like, yeah, Russ averaged a triple double again this year, but you know, a team with more talent pretty much did the same thing the team did last year. So yeah, yeah. Russ gets this gets a huge share of the blame. I think um Presty gets a huge share of that blame because you don't sit a guy like Melo in your coach's lap at the end of a training camp when they've been formulating things for that entire training camp. Like, you, you don't do that. It's like it's a very difficult thing to, to incorporate. I mean, you look at, like, Melo is 
you know, Melo is not a stand in the corner and shoot threes guy, you know? No, he's not. But that's what they were asking him to do. Like, we need you to sit in the corner and stretch the floor. But Melo is, he's not a catch and shoot guy. He's a shoot off the dribble guy. But you just want him to catch and shoot. And you want him to play the power forward. And, you know, it's none of that shit, none of that shit worked. It was just really badly organized. And that's why I said everybody's to blame. It's not just one or two people. You know, Dre, it's that and it's the fact that Russ is not a point guard. I mean, Russell Westbrook is a shooting guard. No point guard I've ever seen has needed the ball as much as he does. I can't tell you how many times I've seen Paul George try to initiate the offense and then Russ just come running from the wing and yell, give me the ball. Like, that's not how teams win playoff games. No, that's not how teams win any goddamn thing. So, yeah, to your point, somebody um, somebody wrote some article that they – or maybe it was a tweet or something. And they were saying they think that Russ should be a small forward or something. <laughs> like put him at small forward and um, make him work off the ball to get the ball and some other nonsense. And, like, I, you know, if you said two guard, I would understand it a little bit more. Small forward. I mean, he is 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six, so. Small forward is, is a bit too much for him. I think he's 6'4". Six five. Yeah, he's, he's, nice, he's taller than D Wade, man. I've seen him next to each other. So D Wade is six four, right? Yeah. So let's yeah. So let's say he's six five. I don't even want to talk about D Wade. What you got against D Wade? Man, you know it. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> let's continue on because I mean, like your list of uh, grievances or NBA players is like expands the entire planet. Man, I'm D Wade. Like, no, nah, man, it's nothing against him. I just got, I got the same exact, almost the same. Well, it's more so Steph. Y'all know I don't like him. I got the same exact injury as Steph. So, and I feel like ever since meniscus meniscuses started getting messed up, it started the epidemic started with Dwayne Wade. I feel like that came on down to me to the civilian world. Hey, his <laughs> meniscus got messed up in college. <laughs> listen, listen. I told you it started with him. And then it just okay. came on hey, down. I'm, I'm not going to argue with you, sir. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to argue. Sick of his shit. So while we still on OKC, uh, Mr. Push-Off P, as Devin calls him, is reportedly <laughs> not going back to OKC. And, you know, I wonder why. I wonder why. He don't want to play Listen, man, he, if anything, he decreased his asking price with that shit. That was God awful. The Warriors, are, I mean the Warriors, I'm, I'm typing Warriors. The Lakers <laughs> are going to get that boy whatever he wants to come there. Whatever he for wants. Nothing, for nothing else but for the ticket sales. So Again, it, it doesn't matter what he It pains me to say it, but Boston is light years ahead of Los Angeles. The famous brand. Oh, we're so great because you keep talking about us. Oh, Oh, glitz, glamour, the life, showtime, nigga, please. You're right. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. But you're not, More you're not going for it. Bulls games, then they show up to the Staples Center, fam. Get out of here. And that's no lie. That's facts. Your ass is stupid. You know what's crazy? Not that you say that about Chicago. Even during the snowy months that we've had of our winter, the game we, st- we still outsold stacked. LA. We are still outsold at beautiful LA. Tinseltown. <laughs> well, the people in LA would tell you that's because y'all have nothing else to do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
You have nothing else better. <laughs> we than got nothing life. else to do. So go to a Chicago but to go out game. and to go out in sub degree temperatures and go watch trash. <laughs> Man, like, yeah. like, like like we've been saying for the last couple months, if Chicago had LA's weather, Chicago is the best city in the world. Period. Hands down. Hands down. Y'all are next. Uh, y'all are crazy. What do you have next on the agenda? Hassan Whiteside, my guy. Um, he's kind of been playing Casper when they were in the first round. And the reason for it is um, apparently Pat Riley came down from the ivory tower and said that he was overweight, he wasn't focused, and that he didn't deserve to play playoff minutes. And those are some very tough words of criticism coming from your team president. But where's the lie? Where is the lie? <laughs> that is what we call in the in the adult world, Hassan, accountability. We also call that your boss getting in your ass. <laughs> not the coach, not the GM, the team president. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Pat. If Pat Riley says these things about you, you should probably take a step back and just think about the things that you're doing on the basketball court. It was like the entire series against Philadelphia that dude was sitting there pouting. He's pouting the entire time. How about you get out there and play some goddamn defense? Why don't you try to establish an offensive game, like do something besides pout? He was out there fouling and pouting. And the biggest, mm-hmm. the, the biggest mistake they did it didn't was help him all their goddamn money. Exactly, and it didn't help when – I know he was real hot when uh, he wrote what he said, you know. He said that, you know, well, I came into camp. I came into the playoffs for missing a month. But go ahead, Pat. I'm going to let you finish. And then Joel and B commented on uh, – he commented on Hassan's white side's picture. He's like, yo, I missed a few games, more than a few, and I still outballed you. So what's your excuse? <laughs> it's a bunch of excuses for uh, for white side. He got that money. <laughs> And it's just excuse central with that dude. I think he needs to, you know, at some point you got to look at yourself in the mirror and Son evaluate yourself. Yeah, you got to look he at yourself. He did the same thing with Draymond when he was going at it with him. Like, dog, you need to grow up, man. You you, you got to mature. You get, you get paid now. Act like it. Act but like that, an all-star. Act like the stuff that you, you say know, that you are. You give these guys like him that money, man, and, like, it, you know, it's hit or miss. Guys that weren't drafted, you know, they I got to prove myself you know, and stay in the league. And then when they <laughs> prove themselves and stay in the league, I mean, but Jimmy still works hard. I know. I mean, uh, oh, Jimmy works God. hard. J- Jimmy, Jimmy works hard, man. Like you can't take that away from him. You can't even put him in the sign white side in the same room, let alone the same like stratosphere. Like they're not the same type of person. Jimmy is crazy about basketball. I don't necessarily know if a sign white side is crazy about basketball. He, he, sure crazy. Don't, he sure the hell don't act like it. I think he's crazy about getting paid. And those are two completely different things. And it's fine if that's what you're what, what it is. But you know, it sucks for the Miami Heat because they thought they had a franchise big man, and they don't have one of those. He's not that at all. I mean, after the game, this dude is is complaining about you know getting you know, the minutes that he's playing. But it's like when you out there playing, you're a negative. In every sense of the word, like you're negative, uh, it's like a team player that's a negative, but you're also just a negative on the floor because we get outscored every whenever you're on the floor, we're getting outscored. So, why should we play you more minutes? 
it was like the Mellow syndrome. Mellow wanted more minutes, but they got outscored by I don't know. It was some, it was some ridiculous number when he was on the floor, like sixty points or something like that. They got outscored by when, when Mellow was on the floor. Why should we play you more minutes so we can get outscored by more? What the hell? It doesn't make any sense. This is not how this works. <laughs> Things don't work like that. When we get now scored by X amount of points, it does. It usually means we should play this player less time. But these guys are like, well, it doesn't matter how many points you're getting outscored by. Continue to play me more minutes. What the hell is wrong with basketball players now? Mm-mm. I don't know. I feel like it's going to have to take them to find another player, like of that of this of either a power forward or a center position. To light a fire under his ass. Nah, that dude is too far gone. He's been an asshole ever since he got into the league. Like, what was that? Uh, was that three years ago when he started making his um his, his yeah I think yeah three as, years about ago three years ago that was when the Bulls first got power right. Remember, I think it was a game yeah. on NBC. He had like what like thirteen blocks on the Bulls in that game or something like a whole bunch of blocks. Ever since he made like his little you know resurgence into the league and, and proved himself, you know, proved to everybody that he's worthy of being in the league. It's just like he still has this chip on his shoulder, and it's not a good one. Like some people use that chip on their shoulder to um to push themselves, but he hasn't. He's not doing that. It's like he feels like people owe him something. Like you owe me these minutes. Well, no, no, we don't. Like you have to earn these minutes. Just because you get paid this money doesn't mean we owe you anything. The only thing we owe you is the money that we that, that you know that you signed for. We don't owe you these minutes. If you're not good, you're not gonna play. Tristan Thompson. Oh, oh, she gave him his house keys back. Is that what happened? I, I thought he, I thought she just let him continue to to, to smash the thotterize and <laughs> and, uh, and that was it. I think that's that was the main thing, right? He, he continued. He got he got to continue cheating on Chloe. And and it was back to a happy home. <clears throat> At least that's what I thought. You know, keeping up with the Kardashians is a, a year round thing. So I, I, <laughs> no, but you know that though the pictures that came out was well, those last month those pictures and stuff came out, right? I think I, so. Yeah, I read somewhere that they, the, those pictures in that video was like from back in October. So what? That's the that's that's the funny part about the whole shit. That that fucking video was old it was as hell. Old as hell. And all of it all of a sudden it came out a day a couple of days before she's getting ready to have a fucking baby. Yeah, it's all like for that show. It's it's all for the show. Yeah, I mean, they, they they never they never stop working, like you said. The shit is is twenty four seven. You know, how how can we figure out to get more viewers? Yeah, they, and that the the moms don't mind pimping out her kids. She don't mind. She don't mind pimping her kids out. And they apparently they don't mind being pimped because uh, no, because they, <laughs> when them when them when them checks are rolling in, it's like shit. All right, <laughs> they don't mind it. <laughs> pimp us, mama. <laughs> pimp us. She's already instilled it in in their minds since they were babies. This is how we live. This is how we get money. Yeah. We we you we use the media to get our money. At the very least, since Kim was catching Ray J's babies, but uh, no, nah, hell no, nah. they they they've been doing she she been doing this shit since the eighties. It's on a largest it's on a larger scale now, but she was doing the same shit yeah, back that, then. Yeah, it, it didn't pop off until she then. was. That was a, that was the thing they needed. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying that she she's been messing around with athletes and all of that shit since yeah, then. That's a, that's but a now now though, now she know. now she uses the media to get more money because the media freaking an athletes. I feel like I was cut off, so I feel like I need to reiterate this again. 
Courtney Kardashian could still get it. I'd ruin some lineage for her. The rest of them, I'm good on. So, just wanted to make sure we got that on the record. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't you believe know, we you cut know, you off, but we probably should have. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, goddammit, you're supposed to be uh, hosting this show. Where are you at? Got the you. upper room. All right. Oh, well, quick, Chris, quick, quick. He, he ain't going to get it. So, since Chris is not... <laughs> Chris is not <laughs> he ain't going to get that reference. <laughs> he ain't going to get it. He's not going to get that. For those that don't know, the, the, run, the running joke the running joke with Chris's young ass is that he, he doesn't understand any movie references whatsoever. Rob, why you put me out here like that, man? Come on. Even man. the most popular <laughs> one. <laughs> When like he's he's a... It was one that we that we. It was one on the podcast. Let's go to the three. Say what? Yeah, we 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 thrown a couple up out there. What was the but one? You know, the last one on the podcast that he didn't get. I can't remember what it was, but it was something that was hilarious. And he threw out something. It was some <laughs> random thing he said. It was a hell of a, it was a hell of an attempt. Like I know what you're talking about. I can't think of what that shit was. It was, it was a, honey, honey, a hell of a I guess. Honey, I yeah, honey, the I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you pulled that boy. Clean out your ass, man. It was a hell of a guess, though. <laughs> I can't knock the hustle on that one, man. I think we even uh, established that you haven't even seen that. <laughs> so, somehow you get that. Nah, I saw it. Honey, I saw it. You saw Honey, I Shrunk the Kid? Yeah, of course. Come on now. Oh, okay. All of yeah. them? Yeah. Nigga say, how about this one, Chris? I'm going to let you live after this one. He said, a lot of people don't get this one. One of my homies at the at, at the a boxing gym brought this one up, but I was the first one to get it. He's like, you know what? F this. I'll be right back. I'm going to get my other gun. I'm going to shoot everybody ass. It ain't no way in hell he ain't going to get that. <laughs> it's not a chance in hell. <laughs> Right, Chris. Uh, <laughs> damn. Cindy, you fellas. making deals with a guy that got a gun? I don't even know him. No, 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 Raymond. Cut this motherfucker. <laughs> Come, on, <laughs> Come on, Chris. Come on, Chris. Nah, man. Okay. You, you up, you up, Chris. Okay. You up. Your turn. I'm, I'm giving you two names. Sidney Dean and Billy Hope. Who the hell is Sidney Dean? Oh, oh come the fuck God. on. Right. He's trolling again. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's all this shit is. Dude's trolling. All right, Chris. No, I'm Dude. serious. No, I'm serious. Who is Sidney Dean? Sidney, you said we was going to Sizzler after this. <laughs> we going Sizzler. We go- you don't know. We no. going Sizzler. <laughs> Who's Sidney Dean? All right, I'm sick of your shit already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, the, the, the next topic, I believe, was the Pelican Hornet. Uh, Pelican uh, <laughs> <laughs> got me flustered out here. Yeah. <laughs> so the Pelican's in, uh, in Boogie. He tore his, uh, his, what was that, his uh, Achilles. Achilles. Mm-hmm. And he's 270 pounds and is a seven-footer. And um, he puts a lot of pressure on their leg. And the Pelicans are playing great. Um, Drew Holiday is playing like an all-star point guard. And the so the consensus that I've seen from NBA Twitter is that they shouldn't bring Boogie back to pay money for something that you don't know is going to be there. Do you agree with that? Mm. That's tough, man. That really is tough because Anthony Davis is showing you that he is just the outright monster that he has been proclaimed to be since he came into the league. For years. Um, I mean... I don't know. 
that that's that's uh, that's when those guys guys get paid the big bucks because I can't answer that one. I'd probably take the chance and keep him, like sign him on a two year deal, even though he's probably going to want big money. But I, that's something that I think the market would have to the market would have to jeopardize what the Pelicans should do with him. It's you know, one I'm of those. St- side topic that is a little quick, little, real quick. You say that about giving a two year deal just to see if he can do what he did before. Would you say the Bulls should do the same thing for Zach Levine? Yeah. Yeah. But the same thing is going to happen with them. I mean, the market is going to dictate what he's, uh, what he garners, and then they decide if they want to give him that much money. Um, but the Pelican situation is a little bit different, right? Because, yeah, they're playing well right now. But before he went down, they were playing well with him, too. And you think about it like, okay, so you got to kind of impress Anthony Davis at this point. You have to put an impression on him that you're actively trying to improve the team so that when his contract comes up, he wants to stay. Yeah. If you get rid of Boogie, like, how does that look to him? But then it's like, if Boogie doesn't play well when he comes back, like, it's a double-edged sword. It It could go badly either way. You know what I'm saying? Because they are good without Boogie. And they can yeah. use the money, you know, that could go to Boogie to shine up uh, their perimeter defense, get some more shooting, get uh, better wing players. Um, they could do all of those things. You know, that's the thing. I don't, in my opinion, Boogie is one of the best big men in the game. I mean, he can do it all. He's <clears throat> He can dribble like a point guard, and he can rebound like Dwight Howard. It's, it's unreal. I don't think I've ever seen a big man with that much touch going to the rim like that. But at the same time, as great as those two players are together, I'm not exactly sure if that calculates to winning. I mean, they got uh, Nikola Miritich in that trade to space the floor and give them some more shooting. Maybe that's what the path they should go down. I agree. But you always worry with Nico, is he going to turn into a pumpkin? <laughs> <laughs> As Bulls, as Bulls fan, you know that motherfucker clock strike midnight, and almost every goddamn every goddamn game, the, the clock would strike midnight on Nico. You know what I'm saying? And he turned back into Nico, but you know he cut, like I said, he cut the Jerusalem beard. He been balling out. Um, you never know with this dude, man. That's the thing. But I, I'll say, you know, maybe it's the coaching because they're putting Nico in more positions to succeed than the Bulls ever did. Yeah. Yeah, that is true, too. He's not just a spot-up shooter with this team. They have him moving a lot off the ball. You know, back cuts, floppies, uh, elevator plays. They're they're running all kinds of stuff for him that the Bulls just never ran for him. And in turn, he's rewarding them with much better defensive play, even though even with the Bulls, he wasn't a bad defensive player. But he's rewarding them with even better defensive play. Help defense, one-on-one defense, switching out on guys and doing all the things that the Bulls wanted them to do. He's doing it with them. So you might be right, Chris. Maybe they just keep him and just sure up their bench or something like that. Yeah, because, I don't know, just giving uh, Boogie that much money, and what if it goes wrong? What if old Boogie comes out and then that that just destroys the team chemistry? Because the first person that gets fired, if something like that happens, is Alvin Ginger. Oh, and you know they're looking for a reason. Exactly. He's a he's a great coach. He's my coach of the year. You crazy nigga. I've been <laughs> saying this for the last couple months, man. 
Nobody, nobody liked Dalvin Gentry. Just like I don't like him. Like, like a month, like like three months ago, man. You remember that when man, it wasn't look at working? Nico under the basket. Who? Nico. Oh yeah. See, he's doing that even more too. But you know, when they weren't winning, everybody Ooh. thought that he was crazy. But now that they're you know they're back to they're, they're winning and I mean they beat the hell out of um, Portland. Portland yeah. beat the hell out of them. Ooh, it's embarrassing. And everybody is back on this jock. But you know. So it's whatever. I, I I don't know, Chris. I don't I don't know what the right answer is for them. I don't think anybody knows what the right answer. There you go, is Nico. Whack body ass fool. Ooh, Brick City. You know, you made a good point about Nico about how much they're playing him more in different types of schemes and stuff. I think he's happier where he is. I mean, <laughs> I'd you be, be happier too. <laughs> 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 get pushed. Once they fucking leave Chicago, because this place is a shit show. Management there is a shit show, and they have been for ten for over ten years. They're trying to be like the Bears. <laughs> that was a direct shot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it. look at what they did, Brian. They're like it. and Lance Briggs. We can't talk because the Packers could have drafted Derwin they, James. They, they didn't. They didn't do like, Briggs they, wrong. What are you talking about? They didn't do Brian Urlacher uh, wrong either. He could yeah, have. They, 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 they could have re-signed Urlacher at the end. He they still had. They could have re-signed still, him at the end, but and I mean, it was time for his you know, ass to go anyway. Nah, nah, because no, they, he, Brian, Urlacher was Urlacher could still play. They, it was there was contract issues, and they didn't want to give him any money. Yeah, they he didn't want to give him the money that he was asking for. Was not the money that he was worth anymore, <laughs> and that doesn't seem like that's a Bears issue. That seems like that's a Brian Urlacher issue, hmm. and he he decided he didn't want to play anymore, and that's that. <laughs> like, okay, you don't want to pay me what I, what I want, I'm gone, and I'm just not gonna play anymore. He took his ball, he went home. It happens like that sometimes. You know, while we're on football, the NFL draft was just a couple of days ago, and uh, while me and Devin are diehard Packers fans. I can admit that the Bears had a really good drive. And Roquan Smith, that dude's man, Chicago game beast. Roquan got game, man. man. That was a good pick. He was destroying Oklahoma. Carry on. Carry it. on. I won't stop you. Carry on. We we traded up. So these and then we gave the Saints. <clears throat> I can't I that pisses me off, man. We should have got Derwin James. Or if like we said we was gonna do, we was gonna trade up. Get that pick to Devin, get Mika, Mika Fitzpatrick. It was they, stupid. Now, you know, Devin, obviously, I want Derwin they, because they, Florida they, State. They, I would just say they can't draft every Florida State player, Devin. Why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Devin said if the, if the Bears could draft every Georgia Bulldog. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I made it. I, I, I swore and down. I told one of my homies, is if, if, if the Bears would have drafted Derwin James, that would have been the only Bears jersey I'd ever purchase. Straight up. Because if he went to Chicago – Instant monster to midway. He'd be in the Bears Hall of Fame, guaranteed. He is that good. Now he we'll went to see. San Diego. We'll see. You know, we if can't it, take your word for it because, you know. Look, you crazy. Let me tell you. <laughs> Derwin James, James is an All American. Going to be an All Pro. You know, just like you, you mighty biased, man. I'm Roy Williams saying. is an All American as well. Look how his career went. Who? Roy, Roy Williams. Williams. Man, Roy Williams was drunk. That is true. <laughs> Literally is true. On the field, playing drunk. <laughs> him, nevertheless, came out, right? him, David Terrell. 
All them niggas. I saw David Terrell in the best rap once. Him and Marcus Pfizer. Marcus Pfizer. Yeah, yeah. I I used to see all them up at Best Buy. Marcus Robinson, Bernard Barian, who else? They should be working there. What's some other bums? Uh, Yeah, we talk about bulls. You see Eddie Eddie Robinson Robinson, up there? Boy, I saw Eddie Robinson (laughs) at Coleman's Coleman's Ribs on Chicago Avenue one night. (laughs) That that is the truth. We're eating off all that good bulls money, huh? He's eating that good bulls money. Yeah, he's stealing money. Yes. Looking crook. Hey man, you you blame the Bulls for that? I do. You remember they one, boy? They hyped the Bulls up good. They hyped the Bulls up good that one year. It was him, Jamal Crawford, Tyson Chandler, and Eddie Curry. Boy, Bulls tried to sell that team. We knew they was trash. Jamal Crawford. I mean, they had like we're gonna be young. It's gonna be exciting. We're gonna run up and down the floor and throw. Oops boy, at one point free. they had Jamal Crawford, Ron Artest, and Brad Miller. Man. <laughs> you know. The 49ers, the 49ers had a decent draft as well. But yeah, they did. I, I got one question for you, Dre. Um, the whole Ruben Foster situation, um, when that headline broke, people were calling for his head on the pike, and they yeah. were trying to figure out why the 49ers didn't release him. And I was one of those people. I was like, okay, I mean, yeah, this, this sounds pretty messed, it's pretty messed up. I don't think they should release him. I think they should you know, find out the rest of the facts. And of course, Twitter went into a tailspin, and uh, this and this. I'm just like, you know, just wait. Just, obviously, they know something that we don't. And then was it Me Too Twitter? or Was it Hotep Twitter? It was both. And a couple days later, oh, she lied because she she fought. She got those injuries fighting his side chick, and he never touched <gasps> her. Yeah. So wait a minute. I thought this was like some random woman, like at a club or something. I didn't know yeah, it was no. that she she fought that she fought his his other woman. Yeah. Yeah, and she lied about it, trying to ruin it. And so the career. police found out that she was lying. She oh, actually, yeah. she Lock actually, she she said it. She she came out and told the truth. She told the truth that it was that it was that's what it was. Um, I, you know, stuff like that's terrible. And I think when when a woman does stuff like like that, that they should be held to <laughs> some sort of a standard because you know we've talked about this before. When you lie about things like that, it makes it much, much more difficult for people that are going through something in actuality. So, mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, so women that are victims of domestic violence, <laughs> especially victims of domestic violence with professional athletes, they look like, you know, their legitimacy is ruined. Yeah, forever. exactly. Because somebody who couldn't uh, take whatever decided to lie about something that was not happening to them you know it, like i said there should be some standard to the punishment that happens when lock that occurs up i mean i wasn't gonna <laughs> put it in, you know i'm gonna words. say it like exactly. that exactly this is my last episode where i'm gonna be reckless nah, seneca, i don't believe that at all seneca <laughs> athletics get our llc soon so i can't be you know okay maybe nobody. okay maybe i can believe it now <laughs> Maybe I, can believe it now. I got to calm the hell down. <laughs> now, before we get out of here, um, the wow, what is Draymond doing? This Draymond, Draymond shit, being the punchable he, face, kid that he I was gonna say he Draymond, and I don't, I don't know. I, I love that dude though. <laughs> Why he, he just pulled AD to the ground and fell on him? But, I don't know. Um, so apparently. Y'all... 
apparently Chuck tweeted or um, tweeted. He said that he want to punch uh, Draymond in the face. And I guess uh, Draymond's mom uh, tweeted uh, about it, I guess. Chuck understand what everybody else is thinking. We all want to punch that dude in the face. Except Dre. Draymond is my second favorite basketball player. I'm not going to go that far. But yeah, I, do, uh, <laughs> I do really, really like him. I think that dude is awesome. I want to punch that kid in the face. <laughs> right in between his eyes. <laughs> Before we get out of here, do y'all want to address this kind of stuff? Hey, no, nope. that nigga's crazy. Nope. That nigga's nope. crazy. Period. He drop the album, nigga. Drop the album and go away. You know, I'm getting <laughs> to the point where this is like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Like the album, I don't even care anymore. Just go Me away. Me neither. I don't <laughs> care about the music anymore. I do. I want the nigga's music. I don't give a shit about his politics. I don't want to ever hear anything. Look, I look. Okay. Me and my brother was talking about this, and we came to the same conclusion. I don't want to hear his opinion on shit. Not a damn thing. Not movies, not music, <laughs> politics, the weather, his own music. I don't want to hear his opinion about anything. If he just stopped talking, disappeared, and it was like tomorrow, like, man, Kanye album dropped. I was like, cool, I'm going to listen to that. I don't ever have to hear shit from Kanye again. That nigga is completely out of his mind. Ever. Insane. That's it. For a nigga that grew up on the, on the fucking south, south side, side with, a, with a with a with a with a broke mama, fuck out of here. And I knew Kanye ass was gone when he got in that damn interview and started talking like a white guy. You know his white Kanye voice. Uh, yeah, I, I know. Like, bro, what the fuck you talking like bro, that for? You talk, like, you don't talk like that. Like, we've all heard Kanye talk. He's never talked that before in my entire life. He's never heard. talked like that before in his life. He's talking like. A white dude who works at Best Buy at like the Geek Squad or some shit. Like he, he works not the fucking talk, gap. talking like. <laughs> like this is not. I, I don't know anybody who talks like this. Not even white guys. Like I don't even know. He's talking like a fucking alien. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you guys listen to Joe Budden's podcast, but he made a really good point about this whole Kanye stuff. Kanye is only in the news when he's trying to push something, and mostly towards black people. Then and he's going about it the wrong way. But this ain't. But this ain't gonna help him though. Like, like <laughs> people keep saying that. Like this. This ain't. This ain't helping him sell shit. This ain't slavery helping him sell shit really by, by telling by telling <laughs> black people that, that that their that their history is all bullshit. It was all some shit that black people could have just. Why the Walked fuck are we talking about this? That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, nigga. That's the thing, Rob. It's past the album sales. It's it's not about. A rollout no more. They yeah, just man really believes it. That's what I'm saying. I'm, say, I'm saying what the I'm saying. What the fuck is Joe Budden talking about? This ain't got shit to do with pushing shit. Say, nah, this is this dude. is this is about him just being fucking crazy. This is me and Chris was talking about this before we started the podcast. Kanye read the first like thirty pages of a history book and just fucking stopped. And then he got <laughs> on Twitter and just started spouting off anything like the shit that he read like up until those thirty pages. You did know Martin Luther King the was a story. Republican, right? He didn't oh read the rest God. of the story. He just stopped reading, and now it's like all of this, you know, free think and all this other shit. And there's people that are like on Twitter talking about, yeah, I'm a free thinker. But to me, it feels like being a free thinker just means it's a fucking free pass to say stupid shit and be wrong. You like, could be a free thinker and still be fucking ignorant. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them. <laughs> Disagreeing with everybody's opinions just to disagree doesn't make you a free thinker. It makes you a weirdo. Yeah, it makes you a, a weirdo. An obnoxious asshole. That's what it, it makes you. Did, did he say Don't that, Kanye, that bullshit? Did Kanye say that him and, and, and Donald Trump had dragon's blood? 
Yeah. That's what that nigga said. Dude. That's when I knew. Dude. You know what that reminded me of? That reminded me of when Charlie Shane Charlie Shane started acting. Dumbass Tiger's blood bullshit. Dude, what? <laughs> Look, that's how you know this dude has lost his goddamn mind. When you start, <laughs> like, you know, you, you bringing in fucking Charlie Shane, you know, like, you lost your goddamn mind. So we got, you know, he's talking about the dragon's blood. He's wearing the MAGA hat. He's telling us slavery was optional. You know, like, I guess all these slaves could just got up and been like, hey, you know what? I fuck this shit. What do you mean? I got Let me put in my two weeks. This is like, you what you talking about? I got to stay here. I got to stay here. Underground Railroad, because it was like, niggas is getting their hands and arms and feet chopped off. When they <laughs> like, like that, shit was, that shit was dangerous. Like, like, I, like I don't, I don't even know how, I, I don't even know how I got sucked into it on Twitter, but like, this old contrarian ass nigga, one of my friends on on uh, on Twitter, Facebook, was talking about. Hey, I ain't saying he right. He's just saying that you know why didn't slaves, you know, just like you know everybody just revolt or whatever. Man, man, nigga, because I'm like, I'm like because they was fucking afraid, nigga. What are you talking about? Like it's easy for yo pro black. I'm not you know fuck the police era ass to say that shit now. But so these when, these like, niggas, these niggas, kill slaves. It's like that's what people. They didn't kill them. They tortured they tor- them. They tortured They them. fucking tortured their ass, beat the hell out of them in front of other slaves. Was like, nigga, I would do this shit and to your like, ass. All of the other slaves looking around, like, you know what? Hey, man, fuck, fuck that, that shit. <laughs> yeah, because uh, cool. you know what? We I cool probably right could. Because, like, like you, you look at it like this too. They went and found the biggest, strongest motherfuckers to 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 do all their work. Like, you figure most of them motherfuckers probably could took massa old slow ass, but like, I could fuck him up. But he gonna go and get a bunch of his buddies. And then come and fuck my whole family up. My whole family and all these other people they ain't have nothing to do with it. So, like I said, exactly. It was it was like what they did with Nat Turner. Yeah, they killed us. I mean, after that, all kinds of people got killed after that damn. There's there's, there's (laughs) probably there's millions of stories that we don't even like that. Just like that, and that's why I said it really feels like he read the first thirty pages of some book. And then he just—he's like, "Oh man, this is really interesting." Yeah, he, is cool. he wrote, he wrote, he read a short memoir on slavery by <laughs> and a, and a couple other pages on just like American history or something. And then he's like, "Okay, I'm just gonna go on Twitter and just, you know, I'm gonna give my opinion." But man, you cannot do that with history. You can't read one book. You have to read all the books. You have to look at all. Of well, you don't. Oh, you don't need to. Or with history, some shit that's already happened. You don't need to put your opinion into it on yeah, what you think. No some, some of on what, on what, on what, on what you think niggas should have did four hundred years ago. Nigga, he it read was some a, shit by Ben. It was, it was, a, it, was a, it was a mind. It was a mindset. Now fuck out of here. You, it was four hundred years ago. Was you, were you fucking there? You, you wasn't there. How the hell can you tell somebody what a mindset was? Unless you had their mindset. Four hundred You want to bring him on a fucking boat? Man, basically, yeah, niggas dying on a boat like they they're kicking up their relatives Amen. while they're dying around them. They they're laying in their own shit and piss. Hey man, look, I'm gonna tell you like this: all Kanye is doing is telling slaves the same thing Damon Dash told all you niggas: boss up, <laughs> boss up, slaves. boss up. You want you don't, don't even know slave no more. Get up and walk out. No, I don't even know why you brought this shit up, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh... it's, it's a it's a dumb it's it's a dumb conversation. It, it's it's it shows the kind of power that 
he has he has he has way too many eyes and ears on him. There's certain people that can say this shit where it would make a a dent in the news for a couple hours for a few, you know, three or four or five when hours maybe. This gonna, this gonna but when home. he says it, it's this shit is gonna drag out for days now. It's never What's gonna stop now. What's crazy is I know like some super Kanye heads, man, like some serious hype beast kids that love Kanye. And one of them, one of one of my homies, this nigga is a diehard Kanye fan. You're talking he away. Me right away. He was just like, he was just like, I can't fuck with dude no more, man. That was my last straw. And I was like, word. Yeah, Are you I mean, serious? he's like, I can't do it, man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm done with Kanye. Like, you know, not musically. I will listen to the music. Because I don't care about my like my entertainers. I don't care about. Oh, that's, that's all that, and, and like, like that's it, Dre. That's that's all I be saying. I'm here for like, the man, music. Fuck that nigga. Him, fuck, fuck him and his opinion. Because there's a that lot of people. I watch their movies, and a lot of these dudes that make movies are pieces of absolute shit. They just I mean, ain't saying this shit. They ain't saying this shit publicly. Like if I decided to not watch, listen, read things based upon people's personal opinions, I would pretty much not be watching, reading, looking at any of it, any of it. But but because this nigga's a fucking loud mouth and can't keep his fucking mouth shut, and and he going he going into the some of the the major media markets that he can to spout this nonsense off. I guess was like some offhand comments he said one time. He's like going into major media places to say the shit now. TMZ. He got a two. Like everybody fucking everybody fucking watches TMZ. And all Charlemagne did was just fluff his balls and not ask him not one hard question. Just because Charlemagne is an idiot himself, himself. Charlemagne is another person that is vaguely um, learned. Vaguely, so he'll come out and say some off the wall shit too. Charlemagne is saying some of the dumbest shit. From and you could tell he's another person that's read a book. And then formulated an idea without reading enough about the topic to really formulate an intelligent opinion. Same thing with Kanye. Kanye read one thing and has not read enough to formulate an intelligent opinion. Otherwise, he would not have talked about the Republican and Democratic Party like they're the same as they were 150 years ago. Anybody that's read anything from, you know, you're 30, 35 years old, if you've read a book, any year old. You read a book and you're an adult, an eighteen a per year old person to adulthood. You should know that the the Republican and Democratic Party is completely different from what they were 150 years ago because things over time flip. And to add on to what you just said, Dre, people love saying that that as well and not understanding that. Yeah, okay, yeah, Abe Lincoln he made freed slaves, but he didn't think black people were human. That's the difference. Yeah. He, he just thought he thought they should be enslaved. You think you think we were human? <laughs> he didn't want it, 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 this whole slavery thing with Abraham. Yeah, yeah, we're not getting into this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> not. We're not, man. We're, we're really not. Because I was, Dre, I was really, I, was, I think we were going to say the same thing that we were like, about Abe Lincoln and his bullshit. But this is this is, <laughs> this sports. is a sports podcast. So yeah, Kanye's insane. He's lost his mind. The end. What you got next for us, Chris? Is it over? Is it over? Is it over? Can I go to sleep? I think that's. I think that's something up everything about. <laughs> yeah, that's something up. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, when they called me, I was in the bed, knocked out. <laughs> I had to wake. I had to wake up, slap myself in the face a few times. Wake up! But I was not clean the hell out. Hey, Dre, it's uh, it's gonna be eighty-five tomorrow. No. Congratulations, Chicago. <laughs> Congratulations. It's it's 80 degrees here every day, brother. All right, I'm done with this shit. 
Hey man, Christian, you 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 wanted you you wanted to drive us up. Drive, nigga, drive. That's what I'm doing. You know, I'm I'm cruising a nice little 45 right now. I got a little drink in my hand, you know. Shit, you must be on the damn. You you can't be on the damn Ryan driving on 45. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm breaking all all kinds of laws and shit. I'd be on the damn round. I turn into somebody else. <laughs> this is the Cordon Sources podcast. Uh, we appreciate y'all listening as always. Dedicated fans, you can find us on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, the podcast app, everywhere streaming platforms. Uh, for Devin, for Rob, and myself, we out. See y'all again next time. Jason Whitlock, you suck. You obese as well. (laughs) This has been a production of the ETMF Podcast Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out etmfpodcast.com to find more information on all of the shows.